Welcome to the Something Random Podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I'm your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. And I'm your co-host, Michael C. Macbeth. Hey, my name is Joel Adam Chavez. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys, quick question before we begin. Did any, like, strange Asian men try to sell you weird plants? Yes. Today, for $1.95. $1.95? <laughs> Yes, indeed, so. Uh, so, what did you guys think about the eclipse? It was, uh, it was interesting. I thought it was fantastic. I enjoyed it. It was a phenomenon to watch. It was a phenomenal phenomenon. Yes, phenomena. No, it was do, a, do, it do, was, do, do, do. <laughs> yes, but it was it was a phenomenal phenomena. That's good. I, I saw. I've this is the third eclipse I've ever seen. Solar eclipse I've seen. I saw one in I believe it was. The early 90s and one just a few years before that, too, maybe 89 or 90. And um, I had no idea what was going on, so I couldn't enjoy them as much. I was like, uh, wow. So this was more fun because I knew it was actually happening. Right. This kind of like is a little bit of a digression from what we normally talk about. We answer your questions on this podcast about movies, television, video games, theater. Uh, so what have you guys been watching this week? Well... I, I'm going to uh, cross the line of uh, how well you may need to know me, but uh, <laughs> I'm a very big fan of um, <clears throat> Dance Moms. and uh, I am not surprised. <laughs> uh, Chloe and Christy have come back. And... Uh, Give me a break. I don't watch much reality TV. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna judge you, but I need. <laughs> I need to know what is your obsession with the show. Pitch the show to me to make it so that I'm obsessed with the show as well. Hmm. Okay. Well, there is a lot of dancing. Okay. And there are some moms. There, <laughs> there are also mothers. One yes. or two, at least. Um, there are about anywhere from. Seven to ten mothers per episode. But okay. um, I don't know if I could pitch this and make it sound interesting to anyone. And I don't even know what I like about it so much. I just, it's a guilty pleasure and I cannot, I cannot help watching it. See, for, for me, having having worked at dance studios galore, um, front desk teacher, etc. Um, I just, it's... It's too close to home for me. I watch this stuff happening and it's like, no, but that's that's real life. Right. I, I know. And I think, I mean, there's obviously, as there is with many reality TV these days, there's a lot of written things and overproduced things. And that's definitely part of it. They just add drama. But uh, the things that were interesting the past few weeks is that Abby Lee, who's the big teacher... Um, oh, yeah. Abby is going. I, no, no, I'm, okay, she's no. She's uh, she's actually going to prison for for bankruptcy fraud. What? Yeah, she got uh, on the. She's in prison now, but she got sentenced this week on the reality show, which was back in like I don't know, maybe March or so. But she got sentenced to a year and a day, so she's gone on the show now. And a mother and a daughter that she hates are now back on the show. Oh, <laughs> so, gosh. yeah, those of us that are fans are interested. That's that's, uh, that's very fascinating. Do they do cut twos to her in prison? No, there's no camera. They wouldn't even let the camera pass the gate. It would be like a so it's yeah, it's like legit. <laughs> no touching, no touching. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, I I can only assume that not many of our listeners watch Dance Mom, so we can move on from that. 
All right, Michael. <laughs> oh, well, um, I went and got a wild hair this last week and rewatched <laughs> The Matrix Trilogy. Ooh. Yeah, because it was all on Netflix. and I just It was, is? It is. What? All three of them. Um, the full trilogy. Fun fact, The Matrix was the first DVD I ever owned. Um, Knowing you, that's really strange. It is, isn't it? Um, yeah, th- that was... Uh, Gosh, I was probably 13 or so, and... Your parents let you have the Matrix? We didn't realize it was rated R. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah, and so... um, Yeah, so it was very interesting to watch it now um, with with slightly more grown-up eyes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) How long has it been since you watched them? Uh, Since I watched the sequels? Like, a long time. I, I'll rewatch the first one every so often, every three years or so, you know, just to say I did, I guess. But no, it uh, it was it was interesting to kind of get a little bit more in depth into the connections of the plot and it's um and to not worry as much about the visual aspects, which some were great and some especially in the sequels were kind of ew. <laughs> I uh, I must admit I did not see the third Matrix. I liked the first one a lot. I thought it was a really cool concept. The second one was pretty good. I mean, I enjoyed it. It wasn't like the best thing in the world. And the third one I never saw, but I'm sure it's... Almost none of it actually takes place in the Matrix. <laughs> oh. It's it's all Plot in twist. the quote-unquote real world. Alert. Well, well and that, that is a, <laughs> a, a fan theory that... Uh, that is pretty popular that uh, it's it's kind of like inception they're they're so deep into layers of matrices gotcha um okay and so the real world as as they think they know it is just another version of the matrix that they're inside still right, interesting right. um yeah but no I, I i enjoyed it anything else what about you ooh i've been watching a few things Yes. Uh, first off was my lost bet movie, which was hashtag horror from last week. Yes. Which was Tell us. oh, it was so bad. So I agree. I kind of wanted to talk <laughs> about the moment where I thought the movie jumped the shark. I'm glad you, that you. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Go ahead. The moment that the movie <laughs> jumped the shark for me was when the hashtag from hashtag horror grabbed a gun. And shot at the screen. And I, this is not a bit. This is not a joke. This actually happens <laughs> so, in the movie. So the the pound sign, the, the four lines. The four put lines together. grabs a gun, shoots at the watcher of the movie. Oh, There's also another one where the hashtag no. grabs a knife and does like a stabby motion towards oh, the screen. Oh, no. This is like an actual thing that happens. No, no, no. Uh... The, it's good. It's so bad. It's so good. Oh, it was so <laughs> enjoyable to watch because it was such a bad film. It's like, it's an interesting concept. Uh, first off, having a, a movie based around social media because social media is such a huge part of our lives and to make a horror film about that, so cool. But it's like the old 70-year-old guy who's never been on Facebook <laughs> making this movie. First off, biggest biggest complaint about this entire film, uh, 
whenever they do a hashtag, they do hashtag horror, hashtag, and they do a hashtag after the thing. So it's so two hashtags. Right, yeah. And the word hashtag. It's like they don't understand. Like, nobody does hashtags like that. Nobody does hashtags like that. And it made me so angry. So, wait, didn't wasn't this just a couple of years ago that they made, there was a horror film about a group of friends that were all like on a group video chat? Yes, that was called Unfriended, I believe, is the one you're thinking of. Yeah. So there have been horror movies based on social media that have been done better. Yeah, my friend John, I actually went over to my friend John's house one day and he was watching that and I hadn't seen it before. And I go, what are you, I go, what are you watching? And he goes, unfriended. And I go, I go, that good. I go, that good, huh? And he's like, eh, I just can't stop watching it. Like, it's one of those films where it's like. I, you have to see what happens. That's kind of what it was like with the hashtag horror with me. And it was what, you know, well, you know how they say it. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago with the, what makes a bad movie. If you talk about a, a train wreck movie where it's like, it's so bad, you you just have to look at it. But this one, it's like, you actually, <laughs> you kind of do just want to shut it off. Yeah. But I don't, I, I, I don't like just turning off movies. I, I I don't like to just turn them off. I have to keep going. So I don't know. That's just, I don't know. So for me, this movie would have been like 10 times better if they understood just the, the graphically what uh, social media looks like. It doesn't look like, if you it, was, it doesn't look like MySpace from 2005. Right, that's not was, what was, this looks maybe like. Maybe they didn't it have was, the rights to it was, the current Facebook? You, it was, no, no, no. That's not the problem. You can get a blue color and a white color, right? And put mm. those together and make it, that's all you need. That would have been a hundred times better than what they've done here. It was very, it was very uh, Lisa Frank. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And it was very, like, it, it was like the internet had been designed by 13-year-old girls. 13-year-old girls playing Candy Crush. There was, like, a weird, like, game aspect of the whole murder thing. And it was so, it made no sense. Was it, was it not even Quasi Cupcakes? It, it wasn't was even Quasi Cupcakes. It wasn't Cake Cucks. It was... <laughs> so, all right, listen. This is a film recommendation. If you're at home and you're... Uh, maybe Drunk. I was going to say on some sort of... Uh, uh, mind, you know, altering substance or another thing, you know, check out hashtag horror. You might, uh, not want to do it when you're sober, but, uh, yeah. If you're really interested in making fun of movies, hashtag <laughs> horror is there for you. It's, it's so good. There's not a single, there's a moment where, uh, the, uh, in quotations, the fat girl says, I'm a little lying fatty piggy and I'm going to eat my feelings. And she stuffs her mouth while she's saying, I'm going to eat my feelings. Actual wow. line from the film. It's, it's very odd. Oh, it's so weird. There's a there's a part where they get these weird man masks. It doesn't explain where these masks have come from. Or why they have them. Yeah, or why or why they decide to put on these creepy ass masks. They're not even that creepy. It's like weird like Snapchat Do they filter look faces. Like butts? Is that why they're creepy ass masks? Uh I know that was bad. That was bad. Moving on. Yes. Uh, thanks for ruining my uh, conversation piece, Michael. Oh yeah. Uh, so I've got I got two more. Yes, one, please. Uh, one is uh, Defenders, which we're going to talk about next week. Uh, I I want to before we talk spoilers of the show, I want to give a little bit of time to digest what happened in that show. I binged it in a day. I finished it on Friday when it came out. Okay. And then uh, the other one is the finale of the Adventure Zone, which is a. Uh, incredible to say the least 
story-based podcast by the McElroy brothers of My Brother, My Brother and Me fame. And it was their last episode, and all I can say is that after two and a half years of listening, I was openly weeping at this finale. It was so well-written. It was so good to see these characters uh, end their stories in interesting and dramatic ways, and I'm super excited for whatever comes next from that podcast. So it was the series finale of Adventure Zone. Series finale of the Adventure... Well, it's they're going to be starting a new storyline with brand new characters... Uh, probably a new gaming. They're not going to use Dungeons and Dragons anymore. They're probably going to use another game. Uh, but yeah, they're going to start something new. Uh, not next week, but the week after. Very cool. That's exciting. Um, I also started watching the Defenders, but I haven't uh, haven't gotten all the way through it. And and I'm very very excited to finish it and talk about it, especially seeing as how I have not watched Luke Cage or Iron Fist. Uh, Luke Cage. You- was not the best, and Iron Fist was a steaming pile of dog turds. So I'm glad that you didn't have to watch this. <laughs> yes. uh, so, hey guys, I've got a question for you. Yes. So the, the question is, uh, with the rising popularity in movies being turned into musicals on Broadway, like Groundhog Day. Okay, thank you. Uh, what's the next uh, What's the next movie that Footloose. deserves? Footloose, yeah. Uh, all these... Dirty Dance. No, wait, no, that was a live thing. Uh, um, Dirty Dancing was a, was a musical. Was it? They made a musical, I think. Oh, Ghost. Right. Yeah. There's a bunch. Okay, but uh, what's the next movie that deserves to become a musical? Well, um, I wish that I had a lot of money and I could take a few years off and not work. Uh, my only work being that I could write a musical because I really, really want to write. I don't want to give my idea away, but I want to, I really want to write two things. One is a league of their own, the musical. Ooh, that'd be Ooh. fun. That'd be really good. Yes. And also uh, Thelma and Louise, the musical. Ooh. Um, two of my very favorite movies, actually Thelma and Louise trivia. Fun fact is my very favorite movie. And um, I just think they're both great stories. There's a lot of heart in both the movies, as well as drama and comedy. And I think there's great aspects that could be uh, that could work on stage. And uh, I would love to see those. And I'd love to be the author, or the not the author, but the what do you call it? Playwright. That's the word. Adapt adapter. <laughs> You know what I mean. Adapted for the stage What's by the Joel word? Adam Schutz. What's the word? I think adapted by. Adapted by. Michael. Yeah. Me? Oh, man. Um, oh, gosh. I don't know. I mean, there there are so many Let, okay, let's, options. Let's, let's, do, let's do something a little bit more interesting and delve into something that wouldn't be a musical normally, like American Psycho. Nobody thought American Psycho would be a musical. Now it's a musical. What is an action movie... That would make a not Spider-Man, uh, because that ended out pretty poorly. What movie action or action movie should become a musical? Oh, The Matrix. The Matrix, the musical. Okay. The Matrix soul. The no. <laughs> uh, Matrix, Matrix, the the Matrix trilogy, the, mo- the musical, or just the first movie? No, I think I think the fact that they they ended the Matrix one on such a note of this is a beginning. It was so powerful that to actually end the story at the end of the trilogy was a lot less powerful. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. You you watch that and you're like, oh, okay, well, that's over now, I guess. Um, 
So no, I would I would definitely only do the first film. Okay. And and of course, a la Spider Man, you would have to have a lot of fly lines and. Um, I wouldn't say like too many fly lines. He only flies a couple times. He only flies well. He only flies once. But they do a lot of stunts right. that involve floating. That's true. Over long <laughs> periods of time that humans. It would be can't very do. like Peter Pan heavy. Yeah, yeah. There would be there would be a lot of harnesses and and flies up there, and I mean maybe maybe it would be just as cursed as Spider Man. Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, that would that would I be guess, that I would be an interesting. That. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. And and here's the thing about turning movies into musicals: it's been proven time and time again that it's not about the story; it's about who writes the music and how. Okay, so you Matrix, gotta have how the music. Well they the yeah, Matrix agreed. movie, who writes the music? Is it Elton John? <laughs> no. no, nor Alan Menken. I don't think that would be... Alan Menken. <laughs> no Menken, no John. Oh, man. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber. I don't know. You know, I, I, <laughs> Aside from the big, big, you know, uh, Broadway playwrights, I'm not super familiar with a lot of current, more contemporary people. I mean, the the Lynn Manuels and the Jason Robert like I know who they are and I know their style but I don't know I don't to, know a lot Manuel, of you know what? actually do that justice I would I would definitely pay to see a Lynn Manuel Miranda Matrix, how did you say that Matrix the Lin musical Manuel Lin Manuel Miranda. Man- Manuel 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 Lynn Manuel transmission sorry um, Manuel. so I I would go a completely different route for who writes the music. I would choose like because it has that metal like heavy metal kind of a feel to it. Right. I would allow a band like like Green Day, not Green Day. You know what? Honestly, Rob Zombie would be perfect. I was going to say Rob Zombie's never directed on Broadway and he could do he He's could. he is such a talented talented individual. I would say Muse would do very well with something like this. They're a little bit too Ooh. weird for that. Um but like those like People who understand rock and roll and that grunge feel, I don't think that it could be a normal musical. And I love this idea. I don't think we should talk about this anymore because I think this is our movie at the end of the the podcast. Because you want to, yeah, you want to write it. I want to write Matrix the musical. Well, so I'll I'll digress a little bit here and and just going back to that, um, two examples that I actually coupled now because I just saw a live production of Sister Act um, and it has the same problem that The Wedding Singer has. Both of them are decent enough musicals in their own right, of course, but the whole the whole premise of the movie uh, Wedding Singer is that it's beating you over the head with the 80s. It's it's a lot a lot of '80s references, which is great and right. hilarious. Um, but when the people who wrote the musical were not allowed to use those '80s songs that were in the film, they were at such a loss and had to overcompensate with those references. I felt the same way with Sister Act. They they but they did Bible references instead of right. 80s references. It's like, oh ha, ha cuz now we're talking about Catholicism. Catholic. Yeah. I think uh I I agree with you on the wedding singer and I'm very familiar with it. I hate to say it's almost overdone cuz I think it actually is overdone with with all the 80s references oh, that they yeah. put in. No, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about the stage show. Yeah. It's it's like it's too much. They throw in 
stuff about Mr. Belvedere and like th- just these New Coke. They make a freaking reference to New Coke they, and it's throw, like, oh, look at that. Yeah, and they, it's like an early Starbucks reference. They throw, it's so in, they throw in all these references and it's like, okay, we get it. It's 1985. We get it. And I, yeah, and I think it's because we're missing that the the actual pop music. Yeah. I know I, I, I disagree that it's it's based around the music that's the issue with that. Uh look at look at movies or or TV shows that do handle this situation like like time periods like the eighties. Stranger Things handles the eighties I would say perfectly. Because it does show all the posters, all the nerdy references, all that stuff like that, but it doesn't slap it over your face. Every well, single yeah, line right. yeah, isn't I, I, a yeah. reference to the eighties. Mm-hmm. But Stranger Things is an original. Yes, but so I mean I would Stranger say Things I would say I would say Wedding Singer would be just I would say the music is solid for Wedding Singer the musical. Like it has some great numbers. I think there's a couple of them that like a couple lines changed uh would make it better. But it would be a much better musical if they didn't reference the 80s as much. We know it's based in the 80s. We don't need a like a a group of impersonators to follow people around. Absolutely. Some of them are fun, but it's just like having a Billy Idol impersonator at a wedding say it's a nice day for a white wedding is the stupidest shit on right. the planet. I've never seen a Billy Idol impersonator in my life. Yeah, and it, it's just like you wouldn't have well, I can't say you wouldn't have seen that in the 80s but you probably wouldn't have no you wouldn't have seen these 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 characters and it's just at least not all together like there's an email to marcos and a billy idol and a cindy lopper and a teeny star all in the same room why would that happen no it wouldn't happen (laughs) so i think that's the issue it's not the music the music is is fine in its own right that's that's what i'm saying is is the the over referencing of the 80s in the musical was because of the fact that they didn't have access to the original 80s song. Right, and I think the movie, and the movie kind of wanted to not necessarily overdo it, but they re- it was that kind of movie. It was, the it was that kind of movie, and they wanted that to translate to stage, and it just didn't work without the music. Um, Stranger Things, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes to the 60s, 70s, and 80s, like, that makes it well, that puts it in the setting well, and they do it well without, over, you know, Stranger Things, uh, I mean, even you know, the Wonder Years and that '70s show, they they put you there, but they don't know they don't kill it. Right, they just put you there. So yeah, Wonder Years the musical. Hmm. Hey, <laughs> Winnie Cooper. Yeah. Oh my God, Winnie Cooper was so hot. <laughs> that was my awful Daniel Stern impression. Thank yeah, you so much. That's great. All right, so uh, I've got a question for you guys. <laughs> All right, what's that question, Michael? Well, this comes from Let Them Burn on Reddit. <laughs> hashtag. No, excuse me. They don't um, use hashtags on Reddit. <laughs> no. Name two movies that you could swap the main casts and make both movies better. Ooh. Name two movies that you could swap the main casts to make both movies better. Okay, I dig this. I it's gonna take a little bit of thinking to get this one, but I, I dig this question. That's a fun one. So what's a, what's a movie? That... All right, I'm thinking of big casts. Yeah, let's like talk... big, like Ocean's strong all star ensemble casts. So I've got I've got one. Okay, Clue the movie. Okay, good strong big all star ensemble. Correct. Yes. Um, that cast. What can we do with them? Okay, that cast <laughs> would make Suicide Squad a okay. hundred times better. Oh, but would would Jared Leto as as uh, Professor Plum work? 
That could work. <laughs> I, I, okay. Because and I know not a lot of people liked Suicide Squad. I know it was uh, I, a lot of people did like it, but a, a lot of people didn't. It was, um, it was one of the few movies that I've walked out on. Like I, I was so well. I didn't walk out. I wanted to walk out, but I was so angry at the end of the movie. I was like, I should have walked out on this film, and I don't feel that at movies. So you take clue. You take clue. The movie. You got Tim Curry. So Tim Curry as the Joker. <laughs> oh yes. I mean, he's already been a clown once. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he would be. A perfect Joker. Would that be too much of a put? Now, and we're not talking Tim Curry now. We're talking Tim Curry in 1986. Right. I mean, yeah. you you've got Tim Curry. You've got Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd could play like the Deadshot kind of character. There's Michael McKeon. Yeah. There's uh, oh uh, Eileen Brennan. Yep. And uh, Martin Mole. Martin Mole. Um, I can't think of her name. Uh, uh, Madeline Flames. Kahn. Madeline Kahn. Yeah. Flames on the side of my face. Would be Harley. Yeah. Madeline, oh, yes. Madeline oh, Quinn. absolutely. Madeline Quinn. That's good. That's that's a good one. Okay, I dig that one. Okay, let's do let's do another movie. Let's say uh, a movie with a cast that doesn't work and a movie that the cast does work. Okay, okay. Oh, by the way, are we putting Suicide Squad people in clues? <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like Jared Leto is I don't know if it's Professor worth it. Plum. Okay, Jared so yeah, Jared Leto is Professor Plum. Um, we could, yeah. We you could, could do, have, you could do Will Smith as Wadsworth, right? Um, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, who else? God, I don't remember a lot of the actors in that movie. You could do. I actually don't either, but. I mean, it would be pretty much the same switch over from the other one. I just, I can't remember. Flip flop. What's another? What's another big cast movie? Man. Um... How about the cast of Les Misérables? Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Yes. Where are we going? I don't know. Choose another movie. Ocean's Eleven. Uh, I'll say it again. Ooh, Ocean's Eleven and Les Miserables. Switching those casts. Okay, okay. So I'm um, George Clooney has to be Valjean. Um, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but you don't want Matt Damon. No, no, Matt Damon as as Marius would be perfect. <laughs> Matt Damon. So is that does that mean that Julia Roberts has to be Fontaine? Julia uh, Roberts yes. is Fontaine. Absolutely. Yeah, I get it. Brad Pitt, Pitt, Oceans Ele- I haven't seen Ocean's Eleven in ages. Brad but. Pitt would be a killer Andras. I would love to see that. Um, okay, so yeah, going in reverse now. So uh, um, Bernie Mac as Tenardier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, we need a, a Mrs. Tenardier, Madame Tenardier. Uh, Madame Tenardier. Let's Who's see. The other, who, who, who else, what other ladies are in? Uh, Not very many. Not a lot. It's a very male-driven cast. Maybe Julie Roberts could do uh, like... No, how uh, about this? How about this? How about this? Andy Garcia as Miss Tenardier. Uh. <laughs> Bernie Mac and Andy, Andy Garcia. You do like a, like a cross-dressing kind of a thing. That could work. I was going to say we could also do it like a Meg Ryan and Joe versus the Volcano thing where Julia Roberts plays several roles. I, I dig that. <laughs> she could be all three women. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah, I get, I get right. it. She could be all three women, a la Meg Ryan, Joe versus the Volcano. Oh, yes. So, okay, so then Ocean's Eleven with, uh, do, you, do you think that Hugh Jackman would be a good Danny Ocean? Yeah, that could work. I'm more worried about George Clooney, Batman and Robining up Les Mis. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Let's I not mean, talk like, about that. Let's, let's. Let's keep in mind George Clooney has had a great repertoire. He's a very of film. versatile actor. I- I'm sure. Uh, I, well, and can these guys who, who can sing from Ocean's Eleven? I've heard Julia Roberts sing. Never heard George Clooney. Okay. Hugh Jackman, for me, he's a lot like. Uh, I mean, he's one of the greats for me. He I, he can do very little wrong. For sure. For sure. And 
he would do well. All right, who would who would uh, Russell Crowe play? Um, I can we just not. Russell Crowe is an incredible actor. He is. He is. I know. I he know. was not chosen well for that role, so we still have to catch, ca- uh, cast him in Ocean's Eleven. I know. My bad. Sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm a little prejudiced there. Yes, yes you um, are. <laughs> and that's okay. Okay, so we've got Russell Crowe. We've got uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. We've got uh, Eddie Renmain that we all need to cast for the, the male roles. And we've got a bunch of women. Uh, in this cast, and Ocean's oh, yeah. Eleven is in really. Do? I think Anne Hathaway would be a, would be a marvelous. I would uh, put Anne Hathaway, Mrs. Ocean, over um, definitely over. Uh, uh, what's her name? Tim Burton's wife. Um, oh, Helena. Uh, Helena, Helena Bonham Carter. Uh, yeah. So let's. What? How about this? I mean, we've got a lot of male roles in Ocean's Eleven. Why don't we cast a lot of those roles as women? I think it would be perfectly fine to that do. That could happen. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Wait a minute, Ghostbusters so, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're doing. They're doing a new Oceans. It's called Oceans Eight, and it's all female. It's an all female Oceans movie. It looks like it's got a pretty incredible cast. Who's in it? Is it Anne Hathaway? It's Anne Hathaway. I was going to say. I was going to say. Isn't Anne Hathaway in the new one? Yeah. You're thinking ahead, and you don't even realize it, my man. It's uh, Kate Blanchett, uh, Kitty Holmes, Anne Hathaway, Olivia Munn. Oh man. Helena Bonham Carter. So look at this. Dakota Fanning, Matt Damon, uh, uh, Sandra Bullock is in it. Sarah Paulson. What? Wow. Rihanna. Oh my word! Get that's, out of here. That's I that sounds good. That. Yeah. Do you guys want to do one more? Okay, I've got one. I've got one because I've got a cast that's you don't know him for much else. So we need to find a cast to put in these roles, and that is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Original. Original. The original. Okay. So we have a lot of fairly unknown actors. We've got Gene Wilder, who's very famous. And then the rest of the cast was kind of, uh, so Dodo, who played Mike TV's mom, was famous, but nobody really knows her these days. Jack Albertson is grandpa. Nobody really knows him these days either, other than that he was in Willy Wonka. Um, so who could we, what cast could we we put there? See, my biggest problem with this one is there's a lot. A lot of children. A lot of children that we would need to cast. So if we're, we're splitting it like, straight across, who would we cast? Uh, can we can we do TV? Because I yes. would love to Absolutely. do the Stranger let's, Kids. Let's, let's bring the Stranger Kids. Stranger Things Kids. Stranger Kids. Yeah, Stranger Kids. <laughs> uh, I, would, I want the Stranger <laughs> Kids things into into Willy Wonka. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, did I mean, that. Mike could still be Mike. Yeah. That's fine. I would I would want uh, Eleven to be Veruca just because it's so opposite of Eleven. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about we're talking about the actors, and she's everything that I've seen of her. She's a great actress. Right. Yeah. So she would be Charlie? Because. No, she would be Veruca. Salt. Oh, Veruca. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I do want that. it now. I, I, I can I also that. see her as Charlie, though. Like, like, so like doing a like, a, like a miscast kind of, like, mm-hmm. like it just being a girl named Charlie. I dig yeah. that. I, yeah. I dig that a lot. I, I'd All be okay right. with that as well. Uh, Toothless. What's his name? Toothless. Yeah. Toothless uh, as, as uh, Augustus. Okay. I think. See, not I like Ed TV. I, I would see like Ed TV instead. No, Mike, Mike TV. TV. Yeah. Mike TV. And that's why I want Ed Mike TV's to be in the movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would put Winona Ryder as Mike TV's mom, though. And we need uh, a Willy Wonka. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the detective. <laughs> oh, my. No, no. No? <laughs> I could see him being whimsical if he wanted to be. Or he could be a very gritty, you know. Smoking with his shirt open and his pants okay. halfway open, you know, right. <laughs> just like the way with the, come with me and you'll some, be in you know, a some world of pure imagination. Yeah. 
I mean, Matthew Modine would be a, like an interesting like older, as he's the older like doctor yeah. guy. We could have a lot of fun with that one. Oh, yeah. the 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 AV teacher. No, 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 no. He was no, but but the AV teacher. Could be oh, like the the nerdy AV. Teacher. Yeah, I think uh, the sheriff uh, or the detective could be Grandpa. I could see that. Because <laughs> we do need a grandpa. We'll age yeah. makeup him up. Yeah, I would. I would switch. Yeah, I would definitely do that. I would have the detective as grandpa and have the AV teacher as as up and about. Well, okay, if we're if we're doing like a weird miscast thing, Winona Ryder as Willy Wonka would be a pretty solid choice. Um, That's not bad. Yeah, if you want to kill the movie, that would that would work. <laughs> you could put her in that. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! Hey, Michael. Hey, what's up? So we can move on to this next oh, thing. Oh, right on. Do yeah. you have a, a, a six, six degrees, degrees for us? for you guys. If you're yes. ready for I'm this. I'm so yes. ready I, I to make you you're... watch a crappy movie. Oh, me too. Me too. You have one picked out for Michael. I do. Uh, and you have one picked out for us? I do. Okay, good. So Six Degrees is uh, is a game we play, which uh, you, you try to connect two actors via movies or TV shows that they have in common with other actors um so yeah so we are including tv in that um animated films count for that pretty much anything as long as they are actors and if it's a tv show they have to be in the same episode for it to count okay mm-hmm. good all right all right um just as a reminder so but guest stars do count guest, guest stars, stars do, do count, count if they guest star together okay that's a big okay or okay. Or, if, or yeah if they if if okay, you're looking okay. for the actual start right, of the show. All right. all right, ready to do this, Joel? We're going to kick some butt. All right, so it. what I would like you to do mm-hmm. is connect Paul Giamatti with Tyler Perry. Paul Giamatti with Tyler Perry? Oh, Tyler Perry, oh. I'm super unfamiliar with. Yeah, Tyler Perry, I don't um, know. No, you know what? He Okay, so Tyler Perry was actually in Gone Girl with uh, with uh, uh, Ben Affleck. So that's a, that's okay. a big one there. Okay, so... Uh, so on the other end, Paul Giamatti, he was in the Amazing Spider-Man Two, okay. and Jamie Fox was in that. What else has Paul Giamatti been in recently? Paul Giamatti, he's in uh, Private Parts. Okay. He's in uh, the uh, movie where he was the president on TV. Uh, was it uh, Sam Adams? Not Sam Adams. Uh, uh, John Quincy. <laughs> John Adams, Samuel Adams. You know what's um, funny is I heard an I heard an interview with Paul Giamatti, and he's like, "Oh, you were so good." People come up to me and say, "You were so good as Samuel Adams," and he's like, "Well, I didn't play that." Anyway, um, okay, all right. So let's let's do it this way. Uh, Paul Giamatti Paul with Giamatti. Jamie Fox in okay. the Spider Man Two, because he was in Spider Man Two, right? Yes, yes, he was in Spider Man Two. Okay, uh, he, was, uh, he was technically in both. He was technically in both. Was, he was the he was the transition. From right. One to so uh, Jamie Jamie Fox was in Django Unchained with. Uh, I don't know. I didn't Le- see Leonardo it. DiCaprio. Okay. So Django Unchained with Leonardo DiCaprio. What has Leonardo DiCaprio been in? With recently? Ben Affleck. Or we can link Ben Affleck to to him. Oh, um, let's see. Well, he's connected to Johnny Depp with Gilbert Grape. Are Johnny Depp and Ben Affleck connected? Oh. Or or or. or we got, uh, <laughs> let's see, uh, oh, God, um, Leonardo DiCaprio and, man, oh, oh no. I feel like it's, like, right there. Right. 
and then people are listening going, oh, the man. guys are idiots. Um, um, okay, let's 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 move to Leonardo DiCaprio to um, we also have TV. Let's not forget. Is there TV in this? Can you tell us that? Um, I did not include any TV. Okay, so uh, can TV. you give us can you give us a hint from where I, we're at? I can give you. Are one we hint. anywhere close? Um, maybe. I mean, I, I found a few <laughs> different ways to get okay, there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but with my main way, I will tell you that Tyler Perry, surprisingly, was in Star Trek: The New. Um. The okay. first, the first of the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Oh yeah, yeah, he was in the the court, uh, the courthouse. Mm-hmm. So that leaves uh, Chris Chris Pine, uh, Zachary Quinto. I don't know many movies that they've been in. I don't either. He was on Zachary Quinto was on American Horror Story. I know that. I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna go. Ben Affleck. You want to stick to that? I'm gonna stick to that. Uh, so, oh Jesus, we got to connect Ben to leave. Got. Uh, no, I don't think he did anything with uh, Jim Caviezel. Uh, so Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, okay, Gilbert Grape. Oh shit! Oh shit! Okay, so uh, instead of instead of Leonardo DiCaprio in that, we do Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz was in Inglorious Bastards with Brad Pitt. We can do Brad Pitt uh, to Matt Damon. There you go. Uh, and that might shit. be more than six, the- though, man. Okay, so okay, so let's do it. Let's do it this way. Okay, so we've got uh, Paul, Paul Giamatti to uh, Jamie Fox, right? Jam- okay. Jamie Fox to Christoph Waltz in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Okay. Uh, no, Jamie sorry, and in, in sorry, Jamie Fox Django in Unchained. Jan- oh, okay. Django Unchained, Inglorious Bastards with Christoph Waltz and Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt and Matt Damon in shit. What was the movie that I just said? Um, I forgot. Fuck. You said it. I know. I just said it. Was that more than six, though? No, no it's three. We're at three right now. This is the fourth this one. This is the fourth one. think of the movie. Um, you just said it, and I can't remember what Jesus. it was. Oh, no. It's it's Ocean's Eleven. He was in, they were in Ocean's Eleven okay, together. That's four. So that's, uh, that's uh, four is Ocean's Eleven. Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck in Goodwill Hunting. What <laughs> is up? <laughs> and then Ben Affleck to... Tyler Perry in... Uh, in Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Gone Girl? What is that? Up? Is that six exactly? That is six. Nice. All right. That was good. I wouldn't have been able to do that. Ooh, I was worried there for a second. You got Whoa. it. That was that was totally different than what I had. What, tell us what you had. What I had was, was very unique. <laughs> um, so Tyler Perry in Star Trek. Okay. And then uh, I went Simon Pegg, who was in Mission Impossible 5. Okay. Okay. Um, interestingly enough, um, with with Alec Baldwin, I would not have gone I that know, way at all. I know. I know. Um, this was some fun randomized IMDb searching. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That produced this. Um, Alec Baldwin, of course, uh, just just did the movie uh, The Boss Baby. Uh, <laughs> yes. And then um, Lisa Kudrow did a voice in okay. The Boss Baby. And she was in Easy A with Amanda Bynes. Who was in Who was in Big Fat, Big Liar, Fat Liar with, with Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. Nice, yep. dude. That's good. That's, That's good. good. Yeah, that was fun. All right, so what am I what am I watching? You're watching the incredible documentary oh. What the Health. Yes. All right. You have to watch What the Health and we will discuss the shit out of it Yay. next week. I what the know. Health I heard was fantastic. 
and everyone was like, you have to watch this. Not everyone, a few people. It's, it's, I don't understand why people think that this is actual science and this guy is doing anything that's actual reporting or journalism. It's terrible. It's, I, I can't wait for you to watch this film. I would like people. Either, to, I would like point. people to watch What the Health to see how not to make a documentary. Exactly. Exactly. Documentary is in quotes with my fingers. Okay. For those of you <laughs> listening and not watching. So, do you know? Did you have a, a time on how quickly we did that? Uh, that was about four minutes. Ooh, cutting it close. Yeah, the All right. Hey, Joel, do you have a question for us? Sir? You know, I do. We had a listener that wanted to know um, what. Like, which actors could have played an iconic role equally well? For example, could Jeremy Irons, Hannibal Lecter, have been as good as Anthony Hopkins? Um, or what would how would Indiana Jones have fared with Tom Selleck? <laughs> or could Brando be the only Don Corleone? You know, like that. Yeah, yeah. I think the best way to handle this would be to just, like, spitball some, like, great characters and like switch up the actors and who and could s- nail it exactly so let's let's start off from the top let's do let's do Indiana Jones but let's not do Tom Selleck so Indiana Jones who else besides from from uh, Mr. Harrison Ford could play that role does uh, does age play a factor or like I time would say like who take him from a certain time period yeah I wouldn't say like like any time period I would say right now Tom Hardy would play an incredible Indiana Jones he has like that he's a little bit more bulky than the past Indiana Jones but he's so like physical and actiony I think that that character would be a very interesting Indiana okay. Jones okay okay I mean also John Hamm would be great for the comedy aspect of it that'd uh, be good yeah who else would be great Nathan Fillion when he was a little bit skinnier would be great younger Nathan Fillion yeah, I mean a little because bit younger. he's basically the Indiana Jones of space anyways exactly what about Vince Vaughn? Younger Vince Vaughn. Younger I would Vince say like Vaughn. now, like gut filled Vince Vaughn would play it very oh well. But he's got that. He's got that. Maybe ten, fifteen years ago. And watching and watching season two of True Detective, he did. He can pull off uh, serious acting. I wouldn't say very well. Did you actually make it all the way through yes. season two of True Detective? Yes. Wow, good for you. Yeah, it was so disappointing. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> They're gonna do a season three, but. It's been, like, a few years since season two, so maybe the writer actually has some time to write a season two. Okay, I have another role for you to put an actor in. Okay. Freddy Krueger. Oh, shit. Who would play Freddy Krueger very well? Um, you need somebody really creepy. Zachary Quinto. Oh, sh- yeah. You know. That actually works really well, especially, like, with his so. stuff in Heroes. Mm-hmm. He was kind of Freddy Krueger already. Absolutely. Yeah, I did I that could, a I lot. I was going to say, go to my one of my go-tos, which is a young Tim Curry. Not to bring Tim Curry up again this episode, but Tim Curry would have been a great Freddy Krueger. Because, you know, you think of Pennywise. Right. Uh, how about this? We do uh, Ellen Ripley. So, Ellen Ripley from Alien. Instead of without Sigourney Weaver, without Sigourney Weaver, hmm. who would play that character really well in that time period or or currently? Anybody, any time period, and any age. Hmm. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> you, you're joking, right? Yeah, I looked at the cell over there. No, okay, I was like, he's just like picking random actors off of no, his wall no, now. Um, uh, let me think. Um, man, that's a good one, dude. Um, how about the chick from uh, d- from Dexter and from uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose? What's her name? Oh shit! Um, uh, you know who I'm talking about? 
I think she's Dexter's sister. Uh, the one who plays Deb, yeah. They were married for a while. Dang it. I can't think of her name, but she would be great. <laughs> um, and what did you say? Natalie Portman? That's Natalie Portman would, would rock be, it out. That would be great. I could see her in an action type thing, you know? Like you were talking sweet. about Jennifer Carpner. Carpenter. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Anyways, sorry to interrupt you, Michael. What were you saying? Oh, no, I just I just think that Natalie Portman um, has that, that hidden wild side, you know, because she can play sweet really, really well and goofy and funny, but then when when you've um, when you pissed her off, then oh heck a yeah, side. that's a different thing. All right, we got one more, Marty McFly. Oh, hmm. Well, I think Paul that, Rudd. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, hey. uh, really? I think Why he's too. I think he's too. Uh, I'm like Ant Man level Paul Rudd. Yeah. No, no. no, I don't see Paul Rudd because when I think of young I would say Paul, like Paul Rudd would I, play the dad pretty well. No, I, I when I think of Paul Rudd young, I think of Clueless, and I do not see that Paul Rudd as Marty McFly. I was gonna say, um, if you if we could <laughs> if we could get anyone from any time, a young Fred Savage would be. Oh yeah. Because he's always so curious yeah. and like questioning everything, um, but oh, also. Uh, Vince Vaughn, I think, would be a great... <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. One, one more, no, one more. No, not uh, Vince Vaughn. Uh, uh, Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. Oh, wow, that's a good one. Um, Who's really drunk all the time? <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Oh, duh. Um, oh, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is great. Uh, uh, Russell Brand. Oh, shit. Russell Brand he is. Yeah. He's not drunk all the time anymore. because he's he so that ca- Yeah, but he is that character. That is genius. Uh, and I was also going to say uh, Vince Vaughn, I think. <laughs> Comedy in threes, ladies and gentlemen. All, All right. right. And now for our last thing, we're going to be switching things up. We're going to be playing movie Mad Libs, but we're going to be making this a stage production of Matrix the Musical instead. And pretty much what we're going to do is we're just going to spitball, create an exquisite corpse of this specific show. So, guys... What do you want to do with Matrix the Musical? Well, we've definitely got to, as we said before, we've definitely got to fly a yeah, little. We'll have to have some some flying. We don't want to overdo it because we don't want any severe injuries a la Spider-Man. One, one, okay, so one thing I really don't want in this is I don't want it to be taken as a farce. I don't want it to be no, a parody it's on itself. Be, yeah. it has it's to be, be straightforward. It has to be an action. It has to be very dramatic, and it has to have some good tension to it. So I don't. I, it'll have some good comedy moments, but it has. To, it cannot be played as a parody. Okay. Okay. okay so who's uh, who's playing Morpheus? You know what? This is going to be more your guys's realm for like stage actors and stuff like that. I can bring in some like. I think we should cast like one big movie star into this because that's how it's going to sell. I feel uh, so. I I think that would be the more of the 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 neo character should be cast as like a, a B list celebrity. Okay, um, I've got it. Okay, the what is Lawrence Fishburne's character's name? Morpheus. Morpheus. Um, okay, so okay, if you're familiar with Phil Lamar, who he he. Started out on Mad TV, but he was in Pulp Fiction and oh, he's been shit, in a yeah, handful yeah, of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Cowboy Curtis on Broadway, so he replaced Lawrence Fishburne in that role. I oh, think he incredible. could do it in The Matrix on Broadway. Oh, he would play a he. And he is a great serious actor. He's a great serious actor. He's uh, lately he's been doing a lot of very like interesting acting roles and more directing stuff. I love that casting. That is 
fantastic. All right, so we also have to keep in mind this isn't uh, normal. Like we're in the Matrix. Right. <laughs> we're in the Matrix. Of course not. Um, We've got lots of guns all around our faces. <laughs> that's that's great. That's good. Um, so I don't know. We could throw that in. Uh, as it should be. It should be the curtain call. The, curtain call. <laughs> um, the encore. Uh, okay. Um, um, we need a Neo. So we need a Neo. We need we need a Trinity. Uh, and I think those are the three that we should cast, and then we can kind of leave it up to. Uh, well, Smith is a pretty important. Will Smith. Well, Will Smith is very important. <laughs> Will Smith is very important in but the, the history of Smith film. in the Matrix. Is I would say Smith is a good. There's a key character. Yes. But okay. Those. Let's say those four. Let's say those four. I think that's the main. All right. So main main actor. We need somebody who is uh, a physical character. Somebody who has been in action films. I, I guys, I really, I don't know how you feel about this, but an action star, kind of lanky, you know, has a really kind of badass look. How about we cast Keanu Reeves? I mean, just like, <laughs> like putting that out there, Keanu Reeves would be great for this role. You know, he would no. do it fairly well, wouldn't he? Huh. Keanu Reeves now? Or <laughs> Keanu Reeves now would be rad. He is, have you seen like any of the John Wick movies? No. So good. I highly recommend it. Go watch them. They're, they're so much fun. Gosh, I was trying to think of some young actor that's on Broadway right now. Um, I can't really think of anyone. I mean, what about the kid who's playing Spider-Man? Oh, and that's too movies? young. Too no? young. Okay, okay. What about the dude that just won the Tony for Evan Hansen? Ooh. <laughs> he's, he? he's one of the only young actors I know on Broadway right now. Okay, I've got it. Okay. And you guys are going to be like, holy shit, you've okay. got this. Michael Fassbender. He's done stuff on stage already. He's done a lot of stuff. Very musical guy. He has that kind of physique already. I think Michael Fassbender would be a great Neo on stage. I'm not super familiar with him. So. Me neither, but if you say so. Okay. You, you sound very enthusiastic, so I'm going right. to see if we can go with that. Cool. I guess I was expecting like a... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rally behind Michael Fassbender. Yeah, I know who that is. Oh, that's so unfortunate. You guys don't know who Michael Fassbender is? Um, I I may have heard the name. I don't know. Michael Fassbender. Have you seen the 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 new X Men movies? No. Really? First Class is the last one I've seen. He played Magneto. Oh, okay. He was in Inglorious Bastards. He was the the guy who got shot up when they, he did the three instead of the three. Nope. Well, sorry. I, again, I'm sorry. I, I'll get on board with it. I'm gonna. Right. Look, I'm gonna look him up right now. Michael Fassbender. Yeah. All right. Because I probably will recognize him. Yeah, you will. Um. So, Trinity. I think she should be like a, a on stage star. BB Newworth. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, She's okay. old. <laughs> she was Morticia. She's Lilith from Frasier. Oh. Barbara Streisand. Babala. <laughs> Angela Lansbury. Oh, there we go. She's back. We can do Pat, Patty, Patty Lapone <laughs> as Trinity. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Okay, now we're getting too much in parody. Yep, yep. I don't. I would love to see Patty Lapone play Trinity because that would be great, but I, yeah, it's not going to work. Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel. Oh, Come on, no. she's got a great. Uh, Adele Dazim has a great voice. She has that look. She has very skinny. She look. does that. You know, she does have a good look, and of course, she's got a great voice. Um, 
I've never seen her do anything that's not Disney. True. You know what I mean? So this would be a challenge for her, but it's not saying it couldn't happen. Um, what about the... Uh, so we could do Sutton Foster, man. I mean, Sutton Foster, hey, I would cast in a heartbeat for But again, anything. I haven't seen her do a lot of... Well, I, I, yeah, I have seen her do a few lesser Disney-type uh, Disney, Disney type roles. What's the character's name who's uh, the older lady in the kitchen with the coffee? What's her the, name? Uh, oh, the Oracle? The Oracle, Oracle, Oracle. I was trying to think of that word. Um, can can we so just put? Her. Can we throw Whoopi in there? <laughs> Whoopi would be yes. good. She's a Broadway. No, she's a Broadway. Uh, uh, you know. Perfect per- yeah, yeah, I think Whoopi would be great. I, oh uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. We need we. The only other uh, uh, person that we need is going to be Agent Smith because Michael wanted us to cast this Agent person. Smith. He's so important, and there there are I, other I fan theories is, that yeah, he actually is the one. Uh, let's not talk about fan theories because that's fan theories are not what we're I got it. For. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman as Miss Smith. Alan Rickman as in he would have been an amazing Smith. Yeah. So we're not like, going with current. No, current? like okay. like yeah yeah. Young Alan Rickman. No, yeah. like now Alan Rickman now. He's Alan Rickman's dead, dude. Not Alan Rickman. <laughs> not Alan Rickman. <laughs> oh dear. Not Alan Rickman. Alan uh, damn it! What's uh, his name? Alan... What's his name? Uh. Alan Rickman, you stupid idiot. Uh, what's his name? Alan Cumming. Oh, oh shit! Alan Cumming. Oh, that would be incredible. That's who I was. Okay, no, he can, he can definitely do Alan like the, the the scary character. Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. Alan Cumming is what I meant. <laughs> I mean, Alan Rickman in his. I was so confident too. I was like, Alan Rickman. You guys don't think that's great? Alan, Alan Cumming. I, would be I could. Great. I could totally see, see that. I've, I, I'm not going to make fun of you for that because I do that <laughs> constantly between those two. I just like, yeah, Alan Rickman. <laughs> when you guys went, Alan Rickman's the dad, dude. And I went, he died? Uh, in my head, I'm going, what? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Snape. Not I, not thinking of Snape. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so that was a thing. All right, so so who, who who's <laughs> casting this again? We got Michael Fassbender as Neo, right? Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Phil we, Lamar. Phil Lamar as Morpheus. As Morpheus. We've we got Alan 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 Cumming, Cumming as <laughs> Alan Agent Cumming Smith as, as a not dead Alan Rickman. Decide on for Trinity. Uh, Trinity, we were kind of there was either Sutton Foster or, or Idina Menzel. Menzel. We have to decide one or the other. It has to be between those two. Okay, I would choose Sutton Foster over Idina. I also would. Let's do Sutton Foster then. I, and, I agree and with Whoopi that. Goldberg as the as the Oh, yes. uh, that is. Oh yeah, baby. Matrix, <laughs> Matrix the musical. Michael, can you? So who's uh, writing the music though? We decided uh, Alan to Rickman, I think, is good. No. I mean, Macon. No. <laughs> Alan Alda. Uh, uh, Alan Alda. Um, so next week we cast an entire movie with people named Alan. <laughs> hey. Oh, and are we gonna are we gonna go with the original idea of doing Rob Zombie doing the soundtrack you because know, that would be pretty incredible. I, I would. Well, I do think that Rob Zombie could direct it on stage. Maybe somebody else doing the book. Somebody else doing the book. I agree with that. It um, has to be somebody who understands rock and roll and metal because that was like such a big part of the Matrix itself. You have to have that same feel to it. Agreed. So you can't no, do agree. you can't do. Uh, so it'd be a little more like a rock opera is what you're thinking? A, 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 a rock opera, yeah. But not even like a yes. rock. I wouldn't say like a rock opera. No, it just has metal. Like it has yeah, more I, of a I, grungy I soundtrack. Want, yeah, I wouldn't want an opera because then you got like American Idiot, which I hated. Oh, that's the worst. So, um, 
and it wasn't the music. Heroin Baby is the musical. Yeah, so we need. Um, but I, I, you know, Rob Zombie's a really charismatic dude when it comes to that. He's got a great eye for that kind of thing, and he surrounds himself with like incredible people who would do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm still I'm still saying Rob Zombie. I know Michael, you're you're not feeling it. But well, I just don't know him that well, so yeah, I, I, I'm I'm sure. That are... you want? I can loan you a few movie, movies. <laughs> movies. Uh, how do you say that word again? Movies. Movies. So okay, let's just say uh, yeah, it's that it's is. gonna be uh, Rob yeah. Zombie. We've got, a, so we've got ourselves a Broadway production. We got ourselves a Broadway musical. Let's make some money off this, guys. Who's gonna produce it? Because I think that Vince Vaughn would. Uh, <laughs> You know, he said comedies in threes. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Comedy comes in threes. That's seven. I squoze that one in. Uh, So thank you so much for listening. Thanks to everybody who's listening to this podcast, letting friends know, letting letting other people, letting random strangers know about this podcast. Just, you know what? If you want to let people know about this podcast, just grab their phone and subscribe for them. That's the best way to do it. Just like. Steal their phone. That's what I like to do. Guerrilla marketing. Guerrilla marketing. Doing. Lots of monkeys involved. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we keep Joel around because we just make him laugh for uh, no reason. That was such a dumb joke. That no, was that was brilliant. Joke. Okay, so if you guys have any questions for us about movies, television, theater, video games. Lots of monkeys. Uh, monkeys. Uh... You can ask us on on Twitter. My Twitter handle is uh, Mr. Kelly. Joel's is Joel Safiron. Michael doesn't have Twitter, uh, and I don't blame him. Twitter is kind of uh, uh, the the scourge of the internet right now. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Something Random Media. You can email us at info at somethingrandommedia.com. You can Snapchat Joel at Joel Safiron. You can get me at Corgi Buns. <laughs> sure can. Yep. And Corgi Buns. I think I just buns. Michael McBee on there. Yeah. So if you guys have any questions, we love to answer these, and we love that you guys are enjoying the show. We've gotten a lot of positive. We've gotten so much positive feedback this last week, and it just is nice to see that people enjoy the show. So thank you very much. You guys have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next week. The two megastars summer mashup, the awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions.